Coming up on the WAC Podcast, we're on location in Corona, California, part of the pool. We're going to talk WAC Women's Soccer Tournament. It's uh, just a, over the hill in Riverside, hosted by CBU. We're also going to have Kendra Sheehan on as a guest today to talk about men's soccer. We're going to also talk some volleyball and basketball gets underway on Monday. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner with Jessica Radford. We're on location in Corona, California, just uh, near Riverside, where the WAC Women's Soccer Tournament is being played. And we have been here for a few days now. A few? (laughs) We've been here longer than a few. Actually, actually, let's back it up, because I just thought of this. Cross Country has happened since our last WAC Podcast. Congratulations to California Baptist men's team archers medved winning the individual championship but if you saw the video three runners crossed the finish line at essentially the same time very close race all within a half second of each other um and then they also finished fourth place uh did not get the perfect score uh but a 17 which is darn near a perfect score (laughs) for cbu as their men's team ranked fifth in the nation still yes i think they moved up didn't they or did they just move up to five they they they've been five so number one in the west region i believe as yeah. well which uh, that'll be coming up in sacramento california and uh, they, you know they're headed teams like stanford and cal and ucla i know and people who used to be in at the top yeah. <laughs> running racing to the top yes they are and uh the on the women's side utah valley pulling off an upset i was about to say can we upset it we, we, we can because we had a we had a poll and cbu was picked to win utah valley was picked second the Wolverines ran a fantastic race, and and so they get the team championship second time in three years that that has happened where CBU was picked to win. Utah Valley figures out a way to get it done, and that was in Abilene, Texas. Uh, shout out to all the folks at ACU for putting on a, a fantastic championship. Greta Karanuskate. Karanuskate? She didn't like how I pronounced it, whatever I said, but she did, it didn't matter because she was way by herself everybody <laughs> she wins by over 30 seconds and so when she crossed the finish line nobody's even in behind shot. Her. yeah yeah and that's then, insane and she was the uh second place finisher in the steeplechase last year at nationals in austin so she has not slowed down one bit so congratulations to those folks at the cross-country championships then hopped on a plane to come out here to women's soccer to meet us in riverside and then i had to turn around in <laughs> midair that's a little bit disconcerting. <laughs> oh yeah, the smell of what gas or what was no, it? No, it was, it was uh, the the uh, flight attendant said it was a uh, metallic burning smell. Metallic burning smell. in the cabin. Uh, did not smell it, uh, fortunately, and we landed safely. And then uh, I was thinking, there's no way I'm gonna be able to get here because you know I was in like the team's a... chat, like, see you tonight, EVs. <laughs> it's not like they have a, another plane all gassed up, ready to go in exactly. case one has to come back. Turns out they did. So the one off chance. <laughs> so there, we, we had to wait about forty-five minutes before we got another plane. So that was that was outstanding. So shout out to American Airlines for making that happen. Right? Shout out to DFW. <laughs> <laughs> so then I come out here, and then Sunday, boom, we're 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 underway. We're in it. Grand Canyon, Utah Tech was our first matchup. We 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 knew all the matchups were going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that one was a little bit of a surprise because that was a 3-0 finish. 3-0, another shutout for Grand Canyon. Yeah, very surprised. 
Shout out to Lexi Brown, though. She has led her team tremendously this year. Former WAC Defensive Player of the Year, right? Utah Valley, she was WAC Defensive Player of the Year, I believe, in 2015. And this is her first year at coach. Utah Tech. The previous head coach went to Ole Miss. Mm. So she she took a uh, you know Power 5 job. Lexi comes in. Not one person transferred from Utah Tech oh, good. with a new coach coming yeah. in. So that's uh, speaks to you know how, how players think of her as a mm-hmm. coach. So then she's also... You know, maybe her system's a little different. She figures out, you know, how to how to make it work with with a group of players that she inherited and and get, makes it to the uh, five seed in the WAC tournament. But uh, Gianna Gorley showing why she was the uh, WAC offensive player of the year. Most definitely scared her 19th and 20th goal. I think that's a se- single yeah. season goal for Grand Canyon. For Grand Canyon, yeah, correct. yeah. I, mean, I think she beat her own. <laughs> she beat her own record. It was what Priestley 19, I believe. Uh, or yeah. maybe 18. No, definitely 18, and now it's 20. And I don't yeah, think she almost had one yesterday. Yeah, she almost That's had one. Called back. Yeah, uh, it was a UVU own goal. That's um, right. Yeah, That's right. it hit uh, off of uh, Sydney Bushman, and it went. That was a. And there was another one that got called back. I think for offside. Yes. That she had made yes. Through, so that was. I was surprised. I was like, oh, I don't see two O on the board. I'm still <laughs> yeah, one. I was like. Yeah. But still a chance for her to get 21, to get 22. I think the last time 22 goals were scored in a season was in 2014 and by the very own Seattle U uh, oh, team. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that was the last time 22 goals in a season was scored. So maybe she'll pass it. She'll, she'll match I think, it. I think the record is much. It's like, I think it's 37, it's crazy, 35. Right? Yeah, but I was in like 1996. <laughs> like, did, they, did, they, did they have goalkeepers? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of goals in one Three season. different rules back then, I think. <laughs> so, I think it's it's like that in volleyball, though. It's just like crazy yeah. numbers. Well, that uh, volleyball is because they used to do the rally. Uh, With what, what we do is rally scoring now. It used to not be rally. So, yeah. the matches were much longer, mm-hmm. much more opportunities for stats. Mm-hmm. So, it's hard for anybody in volleyball to get those career stats mm-hmm. uh, because of that. But uh, back to the women's soccer tournament. So, Grand Canyon advances to the semis. The other matchup, we had Seattle U against Southern Utah. Southern Utah comes Fighting. in that they, they they had lost you know their last two games of the week um talked to coach kai edwards he's a character uh so he was so <laughs> up in spirits though i loved was. it yeah it was. So that was one them so seattle you had just smoked him the week before mm-hmm. so that's always one hey you don't know mm-hmm. you know beat him two times in a row but uh, julie woodward i mean she has done this she's been there done that mm-hmm. in this in this whack soccer she's seasoned she is seasoned she, in the women's she, whack she, soccer so team. so they they've always been one of the top teams, but they started off so slowly this mm-hmm. year in non-conference. Were they two and seven to its yeah? Seven, it was to low. start the year, and and we we actually talked about it on the podcast like wow, this is surprising because Seattle U is generally one of the top teams in the league, mm-hmm. and they're struggling to start the year. They started zero and two in conference play, and then flipped the switch. Yes. and they they climb it. <laughs> so they they get the victory against Southern Utah, kind of a hard fought victory. In it that was one. GCU then plays Utah Valley, mighty Utah Valley who has been uh, the best team in the WAC uh, pretty much all year long. Regular they, season they played, champions. They beat USC. They mm-hmm. played Clemson. They played BYU. They played a very tough non-conference schedule. They come in. They're undefeated in WAC play, and they beat GCU in the regular season 4-0. Yes. And I think GCU remembered that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I was talking about that with our staff. It's just like GCU has something to prove. I don't think that was the game. They wanted that game to go that way. They were probably – immensely disappointed in themselves and now it's like you have something to prove you got to fight for it it's just like it it's everything on the line it's like now or nothing you know you're trying to go to the ncaa women's soccer tournament trying to get that automatic bid so 
of course it means something to both teams, but I think when you lose 4-0 like that in the regular season, it's just, it sticks with you. So it's like, now it's like, we got to go hard. It's now or never. We don't want to go home again. And I think it is hard to beat a team twice in one season. Um, especially in soccer. It's not like other teams where you can see them twice in one season. Um, so I, yeah, it was definitely something to prove. For them. Well, one of the things that was fun to watch in that matchup was the, the Gianna Gorley versus Sydney Bushman. Yes, so good. Yeah, and Sydney Bushman's our co-defensive player mm-hmm. of the year, and her and Gorley were they were matching up. She, a bunch she of was times. shutting her down for mm-hmm. a little bit there. I've, I, I, I was saying that to myself. I'm like, the first half, it was like she was kind of quiet. She wasn't really making as much. Gianna wasn't making as many moves as I saw her the previous on Sunday against Utah Tech, and I was like, Sydney's kind of shutting her down right now but of course she got that confidence back up um we thought she initially scored the first two goals she didn't but still that didn't knock her confidence one bit um Sydney Bushman did something to her nose though I think oh, something yeah. happened she had a was, nosebleed yeah it was a, a, a lot of collisions mm-hmm. a lot of uh it was a hard fight you know we're in the semis you mm-hmm. know in the, in the tournament it's some physical games yesterday very physical <laughs> games, yeah. so so GCU upsets uh Utah Valley the four seed and the one seed because mm-hmm. when we say upset some people get upset yeah that we, uh say that but technically, technically it's when a lower seed beats a higher seed. yes um and if you look back it actually goes back to the days of horse racing where there was a horse named upset mm. that beat a higher ranked horse and that's where oh. the term came from that's cool i never knew that oh <laughs> gosh you learn something new every day <laughs> I, I guess i got this gray hair <laughs> a lot of a lot of knowledge accumulation over the years yeah that's right, Gramps here with uh, Jessica Radford doing the WAC podcast. So we had GCU make it to the championship second time in the last three years. Other matchups, Seattle U against uh, the number two seed, the home California. team, California Baptist. And this was one, uh, again, we go back to Julie Woodward and the mm-hmm. success she's had in the tournament. Uh, C- CBU, a lot of uh, pressure on them, perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, in front of the home crowd. Great match, though. Great match. And I think it ultimately came down to the battle of the goalkeepers. You got WAC Freshman of the Year, Cassidy Kiergan. Yes. Goalkeeper for Seattle U. And then you also have the WAC Goalkeeper of the Year, Noah Schumacher. So I think it was definitely a good game for both of them. But Cassidy kept them in the game. She made some incredible saves. And Seattle U got some timely goals. So they went 2-1 to over CBU. So now we have a Seattle U versus Grand Canyon matchup in the final. And this is... Chris Sissel versus Julie Woodward. I believe we've seen four times in the WAC tournament final back when Chris was at uh, UMKC. Seattle, you won all four. Mm. So he's... So he's down. <laughs> he's down on Julie. He, now he got something to prove. So he has something to prove. He's trying to beat Julie Woodward. And it's for Julie Woodward and Seattle U. It's their ninth WAC championship appearance in the last 11 years. So that's just... And they've won six of those. Yes. So, so tremendous job by Julie Woodward with what she's doing with that program. It's just insane. So that'll be on Saturday. That's going to be 1 o'clock Pacific time. So uh, depending on where you are, I believe both teams are Pacific time zone at, at the moment. So, yes. So uh, be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but a lot of other things going on, too, because we got uh, volleyball will be uh, their their tournament will be a couple weeks away. Two weeks away. Uh, Stephen F. Austin, of course, clinched, I believe, last week with like, what, two, three weeks to go. <laughs> <laughs> they were the first. They were the first team to clinch. And then it was, of course, GCU. They clinched right after that. They clinched, um, I think, last week. And then this week, UTRGV has a chance to clinch with a win over Utah Tech today. So if they win against Utah Tech, they are automatically in the tournament now. 
So uh, the volleyball, you got the players of the week for us? Yes. So we got we got some new faces today. Right, Tori Ellis from Utah Valley was the player of the week this week. Um, She had 22 kills in um, the Wolverine sweep over Abilene and Charleston. Oh. So, so Utah Valley seeming to turn it around a little bit. They are heating up. Yeah, they, <laughs> well, they, I think they, we talked about that too. Yeah. Like, you know, we were surprised that they were at the bottom of the standings. And they've, kind of like Seattle U. Yeah. Yeah. In soccer. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like now they're on a hot streak and let's keep let's keep it alive. Because right now them and Utah, uh, Utah, UTA, yeah. <laughs> UT Arlington is neck and neck right now. They're both six and six in the conference. So we'll see who breaks away in these yeah. next four matches. We only have four matches to go. Oh, this Let's is just a vibe. Yeah, it does. It does. So oh. who do we have for? Uh, UT Arlington, and Molly Blank won setter of the year. Set. I mean, setter of the year. Setter of the week, please. No, sorry. I'm Women's Soccer Awards and then Volleyball Awards is getting to me. But set of the week. Um, shout out to Molly Blake, though. Usually it's been a fight between UTRGV's uh, Luana Emiliano. Yeah, Luana. Yeah. Yeah, and then Claire Mitchell from GCU. So they've been going no, back they, and they, forth. Tremendous setters. Yes, yeah. tremendous setters in the league. Rightfully so. They've been doing so good all season. Molly Blank comes out this week with the um, award for this week. And then Utah Valley gets the Libero of the week with uh, Lonnie Matalo. She's a freshman, libero for Utah Valley. So she's been doing good. This is her second this yeah, year. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to take a, a break here, and then we're going to bring in uh, the one and only Kendra Sheehan. We'll talk some men's soccer and some basketball. You're listening to the WAC Podcast. Sheesh. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Jessica Radford. We're poolside yeah. in Corona, California, just uh, just over the hill or under the hill from Riverside, where the Black Women's Soccer Tournament is going on. And we now bring in, we bring her in, Kendra Sheehan from Arlington, Texas. The magnificent. Home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. How That's about that? Right. One year we lived there, one year, one World Series title. I think it's us. I think we're the good luck charm. Well, I, I mean, mean, the Nuggets won the, the NBA oh, last Lord. year. The Avs won the Stanley Cup the year before. So it's wherever we live. Now, Great the Cowboys, that's good news, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say at my apartment complex last night, there was a very large uh, World Series party when they won. Uh, Creed, Take Me Higher, was blasted oh. for about an hour on repeat. <laughs> All the guys went out in the balcony and they were banging their chest, fist bumping, and they were like, we got the stars, we're going to win. We got the Cowboys, we're sweeping it all. So, I don't know, pretty important to them. Texas has got it going on with the professional teams this year. <laughs> they, they do. Uh, so, let's talk a little college sports, if you will. So, we just broke down the women's soccer tournament in our previous segment, Kendra. You're going to be heading to the uh, great city of Las Vegas the eyeball, I believe, on Friday, uh, tomorrow, as we're we're shooting this on Thursday, to uh, cover the WAC men's soccer tournament. You're going to be doing some play-by-play, -play, some analyst work, and uh, let's let's talk about who's who's in the WAC men's soccer tournament. We'll start with that first matchup right off the bat, one o'clock on Sunday. You got UNLV, the home team, taking on Utah Valley. 
Yeah, no, I'm really excited for this tournament because I've done the men's soccer tournament. This would be my third one. And usually the teams are pretty similar. That's in it. Seattle U has always been in it. San Jose State, Utah Valley's made an appearance. And usually it's also Grand Canyon. But what happened here was Utah Valley and Grand Canyon played that last match of the regular season. Utah Valley needs a tie to get in and knock Grand Canyon out, they get it done. They slip into the tournament. They're that five seed, and they're playing uh, against the home team, UNLV. These two teams also met during the regular season. They tied 1-1. They played at UNLV. They'll play at UNLV, uh, obviously, for this tournament, UNLV getting that home field advantage. And that's that's a pretty exciting one. I'm looking forward to that. I think Utah Valley is just starting to come into their own. I actually just got off the call with uh, – head coach Kyle Beckerman for the Wolverines. And they've really had to make some adjustments. They completely changed their formation about eight matches into the season. And he said he felt like last match was their best one. And now they're just looking to build upon that. And it's going to be, you know, a tough uh, environment to go in and play the home team in that opening round. So that's, that should be a really good matchup. And then the, the nightcap or I guess not really a nightcap. Well, that, that'll be that start. Utah Tech against San Jose State. State. So when you went to your road trip a few weeks back yes. at the beginning of October, little did we know that was going to be a preview of the WAC tournament. I know. And, and the conversations when we were in St. George was, hey, Utah Tech started off really, really strong in conference play, but they hadn't really faced a lot of some of those perennial powerhouses like San Jose State. And the conversation was, if we want to get into this tournament, this is a type of a match that we need to win. Of course, I believe they lost 2-0 um, in that matchup, but they played really strong. They learned a lot about themselves. And so getting the chance to have a rematch of that in this tournament after they've clinched a spot is is going to be pretty exciting. And like you guys have seen in women's soccer, you know, once you get to the tournament, it's really anybody's opportunity uh, and it's, it's their chance if they want to go out there and take it. Yeah. And Utah tech, if they win, they, they are still in that transition phase. So they would not get the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament, uh, but they'd have to get through some tough teams. As, as you mentioned, Simon Tobin and San Jose state, the number one seed Seattle, U. They've been dominant all year, Kendra. They're the number the 10, ten team yep. in the country now. Yes. Uh, have you had a chance to talk? I guess you're going to probably talk to uh, head coach uh, Nate Dalicon, uh coming up uh, later in the week. Yeah, we'll talk with the California Baptist, Coe Michelson and Nate Dalgon for CLU on Monday since they've earned buys until Wednesday which is pretty exciting. Seattle used the team I'm really excited to see. Last year, they were just riddled with injuries and they were still able to win a, a match in the tournament. Um, and this year, they're they're at full strength. They've got a lot of veteran presence on the team. They're doing really well. And so it'll be interesting to see how they come into the tournament. And they really you know, have to come in with a lot of pace, a lot of energy to, to kind of match some of these teams that are going to be riding a high of a win just three days before and you mentioned and then, oh yeah yeah <laughs> sorry sorry well then I was like California Baptist my other fun favorite team to talk about not favorite there's no favoritism here in the Western Athletic Conference but Correct. they were that team that won last year uh Nolan Premack had some injuries he was their goalkeeper and he was the one that made that phenomenal PK save to push them to the NCAA tournament. He had some injuries and their team kind of struggled at the start of the year. But since he's been back in the lineup, this team has really 
us. <laughs> I really like what's going on in the background there. <laughs> we are in a public place. <laughs> <Yeah. here. laughs> My little side eye. <laughs> since he's been back in the lineup, this team has has really uh collected themselves, put a, put a few goals away. I got a few clean sheets and I think he's a big leader for this team. And so very excited to see both those teams. And then it'd be really interesting to see a Seattle U and, and California Baptist face off if they win those semifinal matches as well. But yeah, that'll know. be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, Jess and I were talking about the semifinals at the women's soccer tournament here uh, last night. And it was interesting because the one and two seeds went home and, alert. and uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that, you know, you have the teams playing Sunday, two days off teams that have already played are a little more rested, but they've also got the rust off uh, the, the teams that aren't playing until Wednesday. They've had a little more time off. Maybe there is a, a little rust factor and it, you just never know. And, and it could be the fact that, Hey, those four teams were also really good. Yes. And so I, it's always the case when you get to the tournament, but that'll be something to watch for when you're uh, when you're in Las Vegas there, Kendra. Uh, what what else you got uh, planned for your trip there when you're when you're in Vegas? Well, uh, you know, as we know, college hoops are uh, starting up. And so the road to whack Vegas is our fabulous show that we have on ESPN plus. It usually it starts when conference play gets underway, which this year is, is a couple weeks earlier. We have those November games. So I'll be actually going out there, checking out the Orleans where it will all happen. Uh, come March, that's where, where our tournament is, is held every year. And so I'll get to go see that and begin to, uh, shoot the road to whack Vegas episode one out in Vegas. And of course that won't air until end of November, but, uh, that'll be exciting and get everyone hyped up about, basketball because you know we love basketball speaking of <laughs> basketball it starts on monday i mean I, I, I we had a call the other day kendra with espn and i was i, I mentioned a few things about our, our uh, whack preview days uh, basketball preview days and it seems like it was like six weeks ago it was only like two weeks ago <laughs> but basketball is already here november 6th actually last night uh, on wednesday uh while we were doing the the uh the games for the WAC women's soccer tournament. I uh, checked out, you know, our, our what, what other games we had going on. Grand Canyon hosting Embry Riddle in an exhibition. Men's basketball packed the house. I saw crazy dunk. It, it was it was insanity. Yeah, they're playing Embry Riddle, and <laughs> and every and the, the the GCU fans are so excited to see the Lopes this year, and they will be uh, in action. And they're the team that that uh, the coaches picked to win, not only on the men's side but also on the women's side this year. Je or Jess, Kendra, I guess Jess, if you want to chime in on it too. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they were marked on the College Insider, the mid-major top twenty-five. Grand Canyon was number nineteen, so that's really good. The only white team to be in the top twenty-five for that one. That's true, and uh, that that that's uh, shows the respect they they have going into the season and. And Kendra, I mean, especially on the men's side, uh, we talked a little bit about it a few weeks ago, but Javon Blackshear coming back, he was our preseason player of the year. First, Gabe McLaughlin, Ray Harrison's our preseason player of the year this year, and they have some big time transfers coming in. Yeah, and I think as I was thinking more about this team, because, you know, it was always, it, last year the conversation was Javon Blackshear Jr., this is it, this is it. They had this Ray Harrison transfer piece, and and they knew he was good. He, he put up great numbers at his previous school, Presbyterian. 
but they weren't sure, you know, what, what we were going to see from him. And then Javon Blackshirt goes down and Ray Harrison really has to step up and he does. And so then I was kind of thinking, you know, would we have seen the great Ray Harrison kind of emerge had Javon Blackshirt Jr. not gone down and he had to really he had a moment and he stepped up and owned it. And so now I'm excited to see these two great players and how they kind of gel together to make each other better and, you know, create this unstoppable lethal offense with these two, two big major pieces. So I think that really, you know, allowed Ray Harrison to flourish last year. And now I'm excited to see what all these pieces, they got a couple of seven footers too. So they got massive height and length and should be, it should be a really fun team to watch this year. You have that uh, schedule in front of you there, Jess? With that <laughs> Grand Canyon was actually number 18, not 19. Okay. Yes. Well, what, what do we got for games coming up on Monday? Who's, who's Are we doing men's or women's? Men's. Stand by. Stand by. North American. Stephen F. Austin is at home. They're hosting North American. North American. Oh, that's right. Stephen F. Austin, they're playing a doubleheader on Monday. Their winning Early. team plays Oklahoma Panhandle State 9 30 a.m central time on monday uh, it's got to be I, I don't know if that was some attempt to be like the first game of the year right it's got to be i mean you don't normally play that but i wonder morning. how the turnout i mean be. you want fans to be there right but it's well, so I mean, maybe not... the students maybe they're saying hey right i'm not seeing this on the schedule so this is breaking news to me <laughs> okay so so stephen f austin women 9 30 a.m stephen f austin men play north american 11 30 a.m oh, oh so they I got the, yeah so double header. Kendra's frozen. Kendra's oh, back, alive. back. She's back. She's back alive. I don't know if that's our Wi-Fi or the fabulous Wi-Fi in the Wax Studio. We have office. great Wi-Fi. Let's blame it on either, us right now. Either Wax Office has great top notch. Not not in the not in the studio all the time. Though. No, in the studio as a whole, where you would need Wi-Fi. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, what other uh, matchups are you seeing for Monday on the men's side? Men's side, we got Utah Valley also at home. They're going against Carroll College. UTRGV is hosting Southwestern Adventists. Adventists. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's uh, yeah. let's focus on some non. Non. I can't. I, oh, Tarleton State is going to Virginia. Tarleton State is going to Virginia. That should be a good matchup. That oh one. yeah. Yeah. Um. UCA hosting Oral Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. Not bad. We remember them from the NCAA tournament a few years ago. Yeah, they made a run in the tournament. Yeah. Yes. Oklahoma State. Yes, and then Abilene Christian, Christian, Christine. <laughs> Abilene Christian is going to Oklahoma State uh, 8 p.m. in Stillwater. Grand Canyon is going to be hosting Southeast Missouri State. Uh, we have CBU right here will be hosting San Francisco State, which I believe is Rick Croy's alma mater, or he used to coach there. I mean. Oh, and Southern Utah will be here in California, too, at Bakersfield, CSU Bakersfield. Oh my God, you guys can hop on over and say hey. Former WAC member, CSU Bakersfield. So, yeah, women's basketball. And this is so when I say that, that means that you switch over to women's basketball and that. Um, as I said, <laughs> 9 30 a.m. for Stephen F. Austin. New head coach, Kendra, and, and Len Bishop. So, and a, and a lot of new players. So, there's a, still a lot of questions, I guess, for the SFA women this year. Yeah, definitely a lot of new pieces. It does help that, that Leonard Bishop has been with the Lady Jacks for eight seasons. He's been Mark Kellogg's right-hand man. And 
you know, as, as we talked about multiple times, he's the guy for the job. Um, so really excited to see how he kind of steps up and, and takes the reins of this program. They got some good pieces. They got some good transfers. Uh, just going to see how fast that they can connect. And this is a great opportunity to do so at home and a nice early morning game. Wonder what time they got to wake up and be at the gym. Seven <laughs> thirty, <laughs> Right and early. Well, if they're playing at nine thirty, not get up at seven. They got They got to be there at seven. I mean, you know, you can take an hour to work. Oh, you got to shoot around though. Yeah. All right. You gotta. You gotta have your breakfast. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta get the be, training. You gotta fuel up. Get your coffee. Yeah. Oh, energy. Celsius. Kendra. Perhaps <laughs> a caramel creme brulee latte from Starbucks, part of their holiday edition. Don't get that. That will make their stomach hurt. So who, who, do anyway. we, who do we have on the women's uh, side here? Uh, Grand Canyon will host St. Mary's. St. Mary's right here in California. Um, California Baptist will go to UC San Diego. What's up with all of these California schools this uh, first matchup <laughs> this week? I think it's us being it. UTA will go to uh, South Florida. That should be a good game. That's a good one. Yeah. Utah Valley hosts Weber State. Weber. 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 Utah Valley <laughs> hosts Weber State. <laughs> English is hard. <laughs> so, I so a lot to check out on on Monday. I think I I don't know this to be true, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think we have all 11 schools hosting games on Monday, either men's or women's. You know what I do find interesting that I was just looking because last year I was over in Riverside at this exact time doing the the men's tournament and. I was a part of the broadcast for the opening California Baptist men's and women's games. And the women also played UC San Diego. I don't know if it's some sort of deal that they have each year, but they played them last year and they ended up uh, with an 84-76 win. Um, How about that? Ah, It's of California Baptist basketball. We went to Midnight Madness this past Friday. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I was was at Cross Country. Yeah. Edie wasn't able to join us, but the rest of the rec staff here was able to go to California Baptist Midnight uh, Madness last Friday. Really good production show. Like, oh my gosh, they put on the show. Definitely. They had the effort. fire. They had the... fire. When I tell you, we were literally up on the second, like, floor and we felt the fire. So imagine if you were, you were right next to it. I know your oh, eyebrows are getting burnt off. Like, cool, cool. I, I think you should have that uh, in Vegas. We need to get those. You can be in charge of that. Yeah, we need to get the fire. <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm going right to walk right after this. I'm going to walk right. They said they have to cut off the fire alarm. So maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe we can't do that. Um, but their graphics were great. The stunt and the cheer team to open up the Midnight Madness was really good. Yeah, uh, I think their, their uh, stunt and cheer team won the national championship. I can tell because uh, I <laughs> I was like uh, amazed. I was like, wow, I haven't seen like this in person in so long and I just didn't even know they had that many cheerleaders or I don't I don't know yeah, stunt. I, think stunt, I think it's a different deal. yeah 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 I don't know if they call themselves cheerleaders I don't think they do. no but um dancers maybe I don't know I don't know but stunt athletes it was there you go that's fun. yeah it was so nice and then I liked how it was a combined effort for the men's and the women's basketball team you usually see teams do it separately where the men's might do a um a dunk contest or they scrimmage against each other this one it was like it was combined um during the dunk contest they, a women's basketball player had to assist the men's basketball uh player who's doing the dunk so I thought that was really cool a very collective effort it was a gold team versus the blue team I believe the gold team won but yeah, yeah it was actually a really good production a really good show I thought the blue team was gonna win 
No, they didn't. The gold team. <laughs> the gold. Oh, they even had a dodgeball contest. It was it was some creative thing. Nice. So it was good to watch. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe their concession stands has stepped things up, and I had some pretty good food there last time I was there. So don't know if you ever want to stop by there. Sleep but on they... the concessions. Don't sleep. I, also, I heard they get free hot dogs if, <laughs> if at the end of the game that um when they like yell and the uh, opposing team misses the two free throws, everybody gets free. Uh -huh. Something on the lines of that. <laughs> free throws, missed free throws, and free hot dogs go together in the CBU in <laughs> basketball stadium. I think that's funny. So that, that uh, yeah, basketball coming up November 6th. Can't Love wait. Um, also, I wanted to, before we go, uh, Kendra looked a tad older than the last time I saw her. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Going birthday. Stop uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am now a whopping 28 years old, turned 28 on 28, golden birthday. It was a fantastic time. I celebrated. I wore a green wig and it was a blast. Oh my so, God, we didn't mention that. We can insert wig? it. What, what does the green wig represent? Um, I don't know. Just <laughs> my hair was looking very good because uh, <laughs> she was. Was that because of Halloween or was it? No, to look youthful. Cause you, she already looks young, and then boom, yeah. and then boom, boom, green wig on top of that face, immaculate. Now, now did you do anything for for Halloween then, Kendra, as well? Oh well, um, no, but I actually decided to get in the kitchen, and I made these. I actually have a picture, whack fan. This needs to be our teas. I made. I've already figured out our teas. <laughs> okay. Jack-o'-lantern stuffed peppers. Oh, that's oh. cute. Yes. Kendra getting all right. on the Chef Kendra. <laughs> I know. Who are you? Ground beef. And then, I mean, if you were finishing, there was a little rice and some broccoli. So, I mean, it was really a complete meal. Healthy. I know. I know. I know. It looks like she could burn the kitchen down. So, I'm actually kind of. <laughs> Did you just scrape the rice and broccoli out of one of your factor meals? <laughs> 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 um actually commissioner thornton informed me the other day that he started a 10-day trial of factor and he had his first one yesterday i haven't gotten yeah. to ask him what was it was an earth crusted salmon so oh. i'm just saying factor keep in the office <laughs> so kendra she's influencing the commissioner yeah wow look at you i tell yeah. you that's like know, big steps and <laughs> And you know what? Because I, I didn't update Factor on my change of address, I actually got a Factor meal sent out to my old address. So whoever is living there, I'm putting them Free on. Meals. Probably. <laughs> Wait, they took the money out your account too? Oh, Kendra, do better. Yeah, but you know what? Perks to their customer service is fantastic and they're pretty good about giving credit. So uh, don't listen to this Factor customer service because I am going to try and dupe you guys to get that money back <laughs> so here's the thing you don't yeah. want to be on the wrong end of a customer service call with kent oh absolutely not i've, I've been, seen I've that been on the other side of the wall when those have happened <laughs> and kendra don't play kendra don't play <laughs> i mean and, uh, it's i'm very nice i but you know you just you gotta be firm we don't get the nice broadcasty voiced kendra that we got we get the uh getting things done kendra <laughs> I don't that's ever right. get that side of Kendra, so that's okay, right? That's We're right. Good vibes that's over right. here. 
<laughs> Bye. Well, well, hey, Kendra, good luck at uh, men's soccer. We'll, we'll look forward to watching those championships. and uh, We'll miss you in the office. Yeah, we'll see you, like, in December. Right. <laughs> see you guys in December. Actually, we'll see you in Utah Valley. Yeah. Yeah, in Oro. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll see you in Utah. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening to the WAC Podcast. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACSports.com.